Masechs Ola Paragil Mishnah Hain Til Paragil Mishnah Ches. We saw in the previous Mishnah the concept of Yeshvach Eitzim Bapas, that the gain which bread gets, or that any food gets from the wood which cooks it, is considered a real benefit. And therefore, if Ola shells are used in order to set fire to them and cook a dish, the dish will be forbidden just like the Ola is forbidden to benefit from. We're going to see in our Mishnah a very, very similar case. Tanusha Siku Beklipe Ola. This time there's an oven involved, an oven was fueled by Ola shells. So somebody set fire to Ola shells in an oven, the Ophobes Apas, and he baked bread in that oven. And by the way, in this Mishnah and in the previous Mishnah, the food which is cooked by the Ola shells is only forbidden if the Ola shells still exist. Meaning once the Ola shells have been so burnt that they're just turned into coal and they don't really resemble what they were originally, so then the cooked dish won't be forbidden. But as long as the Ola shells are still there, and they're still shells, so then whatever is cooked by it is forbidden, and therefore to kapas, the bread must be burnt. And once again, it's Oroba Achiris, if the bread which is forbidden gets mixed with other permitted breads, then Talab Echdom it is nullified 1 in 200, so only if there are at least 200 more permitted breads than the forbidden bread, only then would it be permitted. But otherwise, it would forbid the entire mixture of different pieces of bread. Now, the obvious question is, if we had a very similar case in the previous Mishnah, where some food was cooked by the Orla shells, why do we need to teach this Mishnah, when the only difference is that in this Mishnah, it was cooked in an oven, as opposed to there just being a pot, or like a sort of stove. Whereas in this Mishnah, there's a tanner, which is actually a very hot form of an oven. But so what? Why would I have thought that cooking something in an oven, which is very hot, would be different to cooking something in a pot, if either way, at the end of the day, you are cooking food with Orla. So the Mishnah Rishayna answers that I could have thought that this case would be different to the previous Mishnah. Because since the oven is heated up so much, it turns out that what is the bread being cooked by? So firstly, it's being cooked by the Orla shells. But as well as that, now the oven is so hot that the oven itself contributes to the cooking and also helps to cook that food. And so I could have said that this is a case of Zevozegoirim, where there are two different causes of a result, and one is a forbidden thing, in this case the Orla, whereas the other thing is permitted, namely the oven. It's permitted to benefit from the oven, of course, and since we passkin that Zevozegoirim is permitted, that the result, namely the bread being cooked, in this case, so that should be permitted, because one of the causes of it cooking was a permitted cause, it was from the oven, so I might have thought that the bread should be permitted. And that's why the Mishnah had to tell us that that is not the case, since the main thing which is cooking the bread is just the shells themselves. And that which the oven is doing, it's cooking it in a different way. And we only say there was a game if the two things are doing the same thing. But since the shells and the oven are cooking it in a different way, we would not say there was a game and therefore the bread is still forbidden, since at the end of the day, it did gain from Orla shells. That's the main point to take out of this Mishnah. Mishnavov, we have seen throughout this Masechta that the laws of Kilea Kerem, of another species which is planted in a vineyard, the laws of that which grows from there are very similar to that which grows from an Orla tree. For example, it's also nullified one in 200, and as we're going to see in this Mishnah, it also needs to be burnt. As the Mishnah tells us, Somebody who had bundles of tilton, which is a certain vegetable, a certain legume, shall Kilea Kerem of Kilea Kerem, meaning that this tilton was planted together in a vineyard next to a vine, and that's forbidden, and it's forbidden to benefit from that which goes from there. Says the Mishnah Yidolku, it has to be burnt. And as well as that, it's Oruba Cherem, if the bundles of tilton, which are Klea Kerem, 
are mixed together with permitted bundles of tilton, and it's unknown which bundle is the forbidden one. Says the Mishnah Kulamidolku all of the bundles need to be burnt according to Rabbi Meir. Because as we have seen a number of times in this Perek, according to Rabbi Meir, a dovash of a minion, which means something which is counted, something which is sold by number, but not by approximation. So you would sell a specific number of these bundles. You wouldn't sell approximately that number. Something like that is considered a dovar choshev, a significant and important thing, such that it cannot be nullified. So even if there are 200 times more permitted bundles, the forbidden one would not be nullified, and all of the bundles must be burnt. Now the Gemara explains that a bundle contains 25 stalks, and that's what makes it such a significant thing. But if it was only individual stalks of Tilton, so then even Rabbi Meir would agree that it is not considered a significant thing, and so it would be nullified. Either way, Rabbi Chachom say that even in a case of bundles, even a bundle of Klea Kerem Tilton, this vegetable which was Klea Kerem, it was planted in a vineyard, that would be nullified 1 in 200, so if there are at least 200 permitted bundles in that mixture, then the mixture would be permitted to benefit from. Mishnah Zion, we're now going to see the actual reasons for Rabbi Meir and the Chachomim that we have been talking about for much of this Perek. Because the Mishnah says, Shoher Rabbi Meir Omer, because Rabbi Meir would say, Es Shadai any item where the general custom was to count it, meaning that you would sell it by specific number, that shows that it's considered a significant thing, and that you're careful to sell and to know exactly how many you are selling. Something like that, Mekadesh, which in this context and in the context of many mixtures, Mekadesh means that it forbids the entire mixture, and it cannot be nullified, regardless of how many permitted items are in the mixture, the entire mixture will be forbidden, because a dover choshev, something which is considered significant, cannot be nullified, and according to Rabbi Meir, an example of a significant thing of a dover choshev is a dover a minion, which means something which is counted and sold by exact number. On the other hand, say, there are only six things which would forbid an entire mixture, regardless of how small the forbidden thing is, and regardless of how many permitted things there are. Because according to the Chachomim, only a real Dover Choshev, something which is really significant and important, and valuable, only that cannot be nullified. Rabbi Akiva, I mean, Rabbi Akiva says Shiva, there are seven things, as we will see towards the end of the Mishnah, the Rabbi Akiva is of a very similar opinion of the Chachomim, that it has to be very valuable and significant and special for it to be considered a Dover Choshev and not bottle not nullified. The Elohim and the following are those six slash seven things. Now the truth is, it's not exactly six things, because these six things are just considered the top brand, as it were, the best quality of that type of food. And according to the Chachomim, the very best and top quality food item of any category of food, that is considered significant. So for example, a geze ferech, walnuts which come from the place called perech, so those were the best walnuts. The remote vodon, or the pomegranates which come from bodon, again, those were the best pomegranates which you could get. The chovyeh stumais, closed barrels, so very large containers of wine, where the containers are closed, so that was considered the best way to sell wine. And that is considered a very significant thing. It was very valuable, each one. The chufais trodin, the stalks of trodin, which is a certain type of vegetable, 
possibly beets or kulse cherov and cabbage stalks or delas yvonis and Greek gourd. And Ibrakiva Merbiakiva says Akikosha Balabayas, even the loaves which a private person bakes, as opposed to a baker, a baker's loaves were usually smaller, and therefore the loaves which a private person would bake for himself, those are considered the most significant and top type of bread which you could get. So according to the Chachome and Ribakiva, anything which is considered the top type of its category, that is considered a Dovachoshev, a significant thing which cannot be nullified. Now it could be that Ribakiva really agrees with the Chachomim, it's just that in his location, the baker's loaves of bread were smaller than a private person's loaves. And the Chachom and Rebekah both agree that if things change, for example, if the Greek gourd stops being the top gourd which you could get, then it would be able to be nullified from then on. The point is, at that time, in that location, these were considered the top brands, and therefore they were considered significant such that they could not be nullified. Now the truth is, the things you mentioned just now, many of those things can't even become Orla. Only things which go on trees could become Orla. So for example, the pomegranates, or the walnuts, or even the wine which comes from grapes. And on the other hand, Kilea Kerem only really applies to things which don't grow on a tree. So that would refer to the rest of the things on the list. So the Mishnah says, Haroil Orla, that which is fitting to become Orla, Orla, that would be forbidden as Orla. And even if they're mixed with other permitted items, it would remain forbidden as Orla. Whereas the things which are fitting the Klea Kerem to be Klea Kerem, the things which grow on the ground itself, Klea Kerem, they will be forbidden as Klea Kerem, even if they are mixed together with other permitted items. Mishnachetz, although in the previous Mishnah we listed six or seven things which are considered a Dara Choshev, a significant thing, and therefore they cannot be nullified in a mixture, we're going to see now that that is only the case when they are whole, when they are as they are meant to be. So if you have a whole pomegranate which comes from Bodon, for example, so that is considered significant and it cannot be nullified. However, if the pomegranate is split open, it loses that status of being a significant Dovar Choshev, and therefore it can be nullified. Now the truth is, this is even true after the mixture has taken place. So if, let's say, taking that example of the pomegranates from Bodon, which are considered a significant thing, so if you have Ola Bodon pomegranates, which are mixed together with, let's say, 500 permitted pomegranates, so at that point, the forbidden pomegranate is not nullified, because it's considered a Dovachoshev. However, if once they've been mixed even, they are then all smashed open, so then nullification will take place, and the entire mixture will become permitted. Now, of course, you can't go to the mixture and smash all the pomegranates open, because we've seen already in this Mesechta, the rule that one cannot intentionally bring about a case of Bittel. You can't intentionally nullify something. However, if by mistake they get smashed open, if something happens, then nullification will take place. Says the Mishnah, Ketzad, how so? And some versions of the Mishnah actually don't have that word, because that implies that it's explaining the previous Mishnah. However, really, we're going to explain an exception to the previous Mishnah. And that is this Patzohergezim. If the walnuts are crushed open, this Podohereminim. If the pomegranates open up, they separate out. This Patzohergezim. If the barrels of wine are opened, this Chatzohergezim. If the gourds are cut, and again, all of this has to happen by mistake. If the loaves of bread which the private person baked, if those are cracked open, if they are opened up, then again, all of these things would be nullified 1 in 200, because they would no longer be considered a dovar choshev, a significant thing.